Welcome to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives, hosted by Rev. Otley Holmes, Senior Pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church in Mesa, Arizona, where our vision is touching hearts and changing lives by the power of His Word, Luke 4, 18 and 19. Our mission is to go ye therefore and teach all nations, Matthew 28, 19 and 20. Now, please join us in a study of the Word of God. Welcome once again to Touching Hearts and Changing Lives. This is Pastor Holmes, your host. And once again, it is my privilege and my pleasure to be back amongst my listening audience as we come together to study the Word of God. I get excited each week when I know it's time to come here into the studio and sit before this mic and open up the Word of God and begin to expound on the Word. It is life-changing, and I love the Lord, and I know you love the Lord also. So as we reason together, let the Spirit take control of our hearts and minds and grow us more in grace. But as always, let us first approach the throne of grace. Father, we thank you once again for this opportunity to be in your presence for the study of your word. We pray now, O Father, that your Holy Spirit will just enliven the words within us, that we might not let them hide in our hearts, that we might not sin against thee. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the thanks. Be with us now as we begin this study. We ask this all in the matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Well, for those of you who are turning, tuning in, maybe for the first time, we're in an extended study in the book of Acts. We're going to begin chapter 14 this week, and we're going to start at verse 1, and we're going to read through the first seven verses, and then I'll expound on them. Some of my notes are coming from the Preacher's Sermon Outline Bible, so if you want to check me out, just check it out later on. And like I say, if you're riding in a car, you're somewhere where you don't have your Bible available, kind of make mental notes, and when you go home, open the Word and see what I'm saying, if it's true or not. Don't take my word for it. Be like the Bereans and study to show yourselves approved. Amen. Chapter 14, beginning at verse 1. And it came to pass in Iconium that they went both together into the synagogue of the Jews, and so spake that a great multitude, both of the Jews and also of the Greeks, believed. But the unbelieving Jews stirred up the Gentiles and made their minds evil afflicted against the brethren. Long time, therefore, abode they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave the testimony unto the word of his grace, and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. But the multitude of the city was divided, and part held with the Jews, and part with the apostles. And when there was an assault made both of the Gentiles and also of the Jews with their rulers, to use them despitefully to stone them, they were aware of it, and fled into Leicester, Derby, the cities of Lyconia, and unto the region that lieth round about. And they were preached, and there they preached the gospel. So let's see what's going on now. This gives a clear picture of God's pattern for preaching, bearing witness to his name. The first step in preaching is to have a unified spirit and effort. My brothers and sisters in Christ, I know that some of us come from different backgrounds, different denominations, but we must be unified on the sole fact that Jesus is Lord and Savior. So Paul and Barnabas were united in the spirit and in the effort of what they were doing as they were going uh, about their father's business, preaching the word of God. They, had, they knew they saved, served the same Lord. They were called to the same mission field. They bore the same message. They loved each other as brothers in the, in the Lord, and they, and they knew that love was the primary witness to the world. John thirteen thirty four and 35 says, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this all men shall know that ye are my disciples, if 
ye have love one to another. The second thing that the preaching is, is following is a, it's a God-given method. Now, the method in, 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 in that's outlined in the preacher's sermon and outline, Bible says it's twofold. First, the servant of God is to speak. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The second step is the servant of God is to go where the people are. You know, it used to be a time when we used to kind of scoff maybe uh, at the uh, outdoor preacher, the, the corner preacher that would sometimes in days gone by would stand on a box and, and preach the word of God. But you know what? When you look back over it and in the truth of what those preachers were doing, they were going where the people are. Today, we've kind of been been kind of spoiled. We wait for people to come into the church house. But the Bible says to go ye therefore. So therefore, we need to be outside of the four walls of our church. And I know many churches are doing uh, great evangelistic ministries, but more of the churches need to evangelize the surrounding communities around their churches. And if we would go where the people are and tell the story, then there would be a great harvest that God would bring into our church houses. Amen. Now, the next step of preaching is, is to experience the results. I, I tell people all the time, if you've never, ever been with somebody, told them the gospel story, and then watch the light go on in their eyes. You can actually witness the dead coming to life. When they receive Jesus Christ in their hearts, you can see a transformation taking place right before your eyes. And once you have witnessed that, you will never, ever forget it. Now, the fourth step of preaching is is, is the grumbling opposition. There, there are some things I want to point out. First, there was some unbelieving religionists. That was Jews who stirred up trouble over the preaching of the gospel. You know, whenever we preach the gospel, trouble is on every hand. There's always going to be somebody that's going to be a naysayer. First John chapter 3, verse 23 says, And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he has give, gave us the commandment. Now, they went about stirring up the city against the Lord's servants. Now, they, you know, when people stir up things against you, they like to spread rumors. They like to give poisonous uh, opinions of you. They don't even mind making false suggestions or they make these little in, uh, in, uh, uh, suggestions that in, that you are not uh, what you claim to be, that you are not telling the truth, that you're not called of God. Whatever they can concoct in their minds, they want to bring these insinuations against you to try and tear down your ministry. Now, it says that despite the persecution and ill e evil feelings against their preaching, they continued ministering and witnessing for Christ. What we see here is the boldness of Paul and Barnabas. They did not withdraw or flee. They did not soften their preaching. Many times, you know, people might come up to you and say, well, Rev, you know, those, those messages are kind of hard. You're always talking about us sinning. Well, that's what the Bible talks about most of the times, is how we get past the sins that we commit in our hearts. We need to be cleansed by the word of God. They didn't compromise their message, and they didn't seek to please the officials. They stood boldly on the truth and preached nothing but the truth. They stood boldly and spoke boldly in the Lord. They trusted and relied on Jesus Christ and his power to give them the strength to bear up under these attacks and bring them through. The preachers also had to realize that they were in the hands of the Lord. They gave testimony and witness to his word of his grace. Now, our goal should be, imagine a person is being so surrendered, so yielded to Christ, that he is able to speak and minister through that person. That is, 
we would become so yielded to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, so surrendered, that whatever Christ spoke in our hearts, we would speak out loud. Whatever Christ wanted us to do, we would do. That we would truly become the vessels that he has called us to be. I think it was D.L. Moody that once said he shuddered to think what God could through, do through one man who was totally surrendered to God. Luke 9.23 says, And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 and 20. What? Ye know not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Now again, the signs and wonders were worked by Christ through the hands of the preacher. The preachers didn't take the the the, uh, the uh, credit for being able to do these things because they know that they were just the vessel being used. They were used in the physical world. So Jesus, who was sitting at the right hand of the Father, is their power source. He was able to minister and heal through them because they were yielded to him. The next step in preaching is there was divided opinions about the preachers. Preachers can expect divided opinions. Some people will support us. Some people won't. But regardless of all what they will do or won't do, we are to study the word of God. We are to be dedicated in our prayer life. We are to be dedicated to preaching. We are to be dedicated to making disciples. And I, you hear me say this time and time again on this program that many times I feel that we have lost that art of making disciples. That's what Jesus said when he said, go ye therefore and teach all nations. That word teach is to make a disciple. And we ought to be discipling people. Now, the people were divided over, over, uh, over these preachers, and they formed cliques and fashions over the Lord's servants. Some favored them, some opposed them. And this is an important fact, that Christ came to bring division to the earth. Listen what Luke twelve fifty two and 53 says. For from henceforth there shall be five in one household divided, three against two, and two against three. The father shall be divided against against the son and a son against the father the mother against the daughter and a daughter against the mother the mother-in-law against the daughter-in-law and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law when the gospel enters into a household those who respond positively to the gospel will be transformed those who reject the, the, the uh, gospel will stay as they are and there will be division in the household that's why it is so important for you and I to pray for our family members who have not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Now, the opposition won out and actually made an assault on upon these two guys, the Ball and Barnabas. The word means that word uh, assault means to, to make an impulse to rush upon. Apparently, a mob gathered and, and headed for the men, either rushing into their residence or rushing about trying to find them. Both the Gentiles and the Jews were involved. That is, both non-religionists and religionists both those who were unfamiliar and those who were familiar with the scriptures. They were rushing in to try and get a hold of these men. There are two facts that the Lord's servant must never forget. That Christ, as I said, came to bring division on the earth. And that the servant of the Lord shall suffer persecution. Now, the preachers discovered the opposition was about to attack them. More harm to the gospel would be done if they had remained. And the important thing was the gospel was to go forward in its saving power. 
So the preachers turned away and fled for the sake of the gospel. My brothers and sisters in Christ, like I said earlier in my previous program, sometimes you have to learn to shake the dust off our feet and move on. Well, the clock on the wall says it's time to wind this program down. Once again, please visit us at www.smbcmesa.org or come and visit us in person on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. for Sunday school, 11 a.m. for worship, worship service. Pray for me as I pray for you. God bless. Take care and see you again next week. Touching Hearts and Changing Lives radio program is an outreach ministry of Shiloh Missionary Church and is hosted by Reverend Otley W. Holmes, Jr., Senior Pastor. Please join us every Saturday evening at 7 p.m. on KXXT 1010. We're located at 56 South Robson Mesa, Arizona, 85210. It's right on the corner of Robson and First Avenue in downtown Mesa. Service times are Wednesday evening prayer meeting, 5.30 to 7 p.m. and Bible study, 7 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Sunday morning, Sunday school, 9 a.m. Worship service is at 11 a.m. For more information, call 480-844-2687 or email sbchurch1011 at quest.net. Be sure to log on to the website www.smbcmesa.org. This program has been sponsored by the membership of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church.